Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Horny Creek. My name is Mark. With me as always is my horny fiance, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It's January 27th, 1999. It is. And we watched another episode of Dawson's Creek. And now we're doing a show we call Horny Creek. Because it is a horny show. It is a horny show. It's not a particularly horny episode. No, it's really... I was thinking about that. I think there's only one sex thing in it. Yeah. Only one sex thing. Usually the whole episode's about sex, so... Yeah. Uh, But, where do you want to go? There's two main story parts. There's the boys and the girls. Yeah. It's it's, uh, been separated by gender, this episode. Yeah, they get separated because the boys go on a fishing tournament trip... A fishing tournament trip. And the girls are helping Mrs. Leary make some kind of, I don't know, documentary about girls? I I don't... It's really weird. I guess it's supposed to be a, like a expose or like a a piece, like a puff piece for her, for the the news station, I guess. I don't know. She's an anchor woman and they don't do that stuff typically. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. It was weird. But, whole thing's weird. I mean, like, uh, what's her name? Jen is helping her? Because mm-hmm. it starts out, the episode starts out where they're in the hallway, and uh, Joey and Dawson are talking to each other, and Dawson's like, oh my god, Jen's been so awesome, and she's such a great producer, and she like she puts out fires before they even start, and all this blah 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 and stuff, and Joey's like, oh, she's so fucking great, I guess, huh? Like, she's like, I, I bet you wish you had her on your last movie. Yeah, the, the award-winning film that, uh, you know, some bitch produced, I guess, huh? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm not saying, like, she's better than you. I'm not c- comparing the two of you or whatever. Just, like, you know, I'm just saying it's it's surprising how good she is. Yeah. yeah Jen's like, she has no uh, experience in this fit. You do, Jen? Like, what's your experience in the film industry, Jen? <laughs> I mean, not Jen, Joey. Joey. What's your experience in the film industry, Joey? Like, you're just like, Jen doesn't have any experience with this. You made a shitty fucking uh, horror movie about a lagoon thing in <laughs> high school. True, true. Um, I have a, a suspicion, though, that her and Dawson have done a lot more than just that together. Yeah, but have they gone to NYU film school? Like, what the? What are we talking about? Well, no, neither has Jen. That's what I'm saying. She doesn't have, they, they don't have any experience. They have some practical experience. Yeah. They made some Super 8 films when they were fucking 10. That's their experience? Come on. I mean, everybody starts somewhere, yeah, but it's a little early in your life to be arrogant about all the experience you have as a producer. True. True. So then Jen, you know, walks up and is asking Joey to help uh, be part of this little gathering of uh, Mm. teenage girls, too. She's gathering together a bunch of teenage girls. She's like, I I need someone articulate and, and, you know... She's like, and all the other main cast members are going to be there. <laughs> She's like, let me just kiss your ass, because that's what she does every time she talks to Joey. Yes, she does. She wants Joey to be friends with her so bad. Yeah. And uh, Joey gets all, like, I don't know, pissed off and, like, put out because Jen... Like Joey usually is. Yeah. Because Jen calls Mrs. Leary by her for Gail. Gail, yeah. I'm helping Gail produce this thing. Gail. Oh, I guess you're just fucking everywhere, aren't you, you bitch? <laughs> Oh, my God. Joey is not very nice. Katie Holmes does that, like, 
I'm angry face so well. Mm-hmm. She's got that look down of like, <laughs> she does. So yeah, they all they all get separated. It's um, Dawson and Pacey mm-hmm. and Jack as the surprise guest yeah, on well, the boat. They didn't. Pacey didn't tell Dawson that Jack was going to be there. Yeah, and, and he's like, "What the fuck? I want Jack off this boat." <laughs> uh, yeah, Dawson and his dad, and Pacey and his dad are doing this trip, and then they just you know include Jack as like a fifth wheel. Which we finally meet Mister Witter. Yeah, what a what a guy. Yeah, what a what an awesome guy. You know, and like we're talking, they're talking so much about how he is respected in the mm-hmm. community because he's the sheriff. Yeah. If that's how he acts all the time, I doubt he's respected in the community. I'll bet you he's one of those guys that hides it, though. He has a public face, and he has a private face. Yeah. And I think I think that's the kind of guy he is. Apparently, his other son, uh, Pacey's brother, is just dead. <laughs> we haven't... He was he was killed in a gangland-style hit, I guess. Right. Uh, for all the tough <clears throat> crime in, in Capeside. But uh, he hasn't been on the show in forever. Yeah, I think he hasn't been on since the first season. They just forgot about him. He was like, he was going to fuck, what's her name? Didn't it seem seem like he was gay, though? Like, No. No. Pacey kept saying he was gay. Oh. And he kept denying it. I don't don't think he actually was gay. Okay. Um, I think Pacey was jealous because he was going after Tamara. True. So that's like the boys set up and the girls. We have Joey does show up mm-hmm. over there. So you got Gail, um, <laughs> Jen, Joey, Jezebel. and Andy, and they invite the other one. What's her name? Shit. Abby. Abby. Monica Kina. Yeah. The one who is always stirring things up. Yeah. The drama queen. So it's an interesting all talking about what it's like to be a teenage girl yeah interesting gathering well they're not though at first they're they're all pretty quiet and uh weird yeah they, they don't want to like the gail's asking questions and they're just kind of like i don't know and like like <laughs> did no one saying anything and so she pulls genocide and she's like jen this sucks like why did you Wow, these people. And Jen's like, maybe it's because they're all in the room together and, like, it just feels very artificial or whatever. So Gail's like, I got uh, an idea. We're going to all, Jen's got the best idea in the world. We're all going to just get to know each other right now and and everything and just, like, you know, just kind of have a girls' night. Um, We're all going to sleep over. and, and, And someone's like, I need a drink. And she's like, no, but I've got junk food. Yeah. Apply you with that. <laughs> Did the cameraman spend the night too? Like no. It's a guy. Yeah, like we don't see him again, so I don't think so. They probably just set up a camera or something in the yeah. room. But anyway, so they, they all the girls all decide to snoop into Dawson's room. It's so ridiculous that they were allowed to do that. Like I feel like his mom really dropped the ball. Gail just disappears for a while. I guess she went to got get a drink, but right. um, it is funny how the the adults just appear and disappear at random in mm-hmm. this. Uh, it's almost like they're they're walking through dimensional portals or whatever. <laughs> right. Just, sometimes they're there, sometimes they're not. So yeah, these four girls are in Dawson's room, and Abby, of course, mm-hmm. is the one who finds the porn tape hidden behind the rest of his tapes. Goodwill humping. Goodness. What's the... What do you think the plot of Goodwill Humping is? He he mathematically figures out the best way to pleasure a woman or something like that? <laughs> Maybe. I love, you know this about me, uh, 
and audience, maybe you also know this about me. I don't know. I don't know how intimately you know me. But uh, I love... Better uh, not know you intimately. I, I love porn parody titles. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things in the world of taking a uh, uh, the title of a film and turning it porn. Like Forrest Hump. Oh, God. Or uh, Jugsy instead of Bugsy. It's one of my favorite ones. <laughs> Is it now? Like those Jugsies. Well, I haven't I haven't seen any of these movies, but uh. the, the ti- I'm talking about the titles. The, ti- okay. the titles are hilarious to me. There's, um, what's another one? There's like uh, uh, Saving Ryan's Privates. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I like a good blockbuster movie turned into, like, I don't think they've done a Star Wars one. They should do Star Horse. Hey, do you know the difference between an enzyme and a hormone, by the way? What? You can't hear an enzyme. Okay. Oh, ha. <laughs> she played in her head. She could have said it out loud, everyone. It would have been funnier, but she played in her head. She's like, <laughs> she's like, but you can't hear a hormone either. Oh. Yes, all of that went on, except for the weird, like, groaning at the end. That <laughs> That's the hormoning. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine? You're in a brothel, and you just hear, Rawr! <laughs> You sound like the monster from Buffy. There you go. <laughs> and, oh, uh, my goodness. One of the girls points out wherever this began is where Dawson finished. Yeah, it's funny. Because, yeah, we don't get any dialogue scenes or anything like that. We don't get, like, the we don't get the setup of, yeah. of Goodwill Humping, which I would have liked. It just goes right into the, oh, oh, mm, yeah. Because yeah, he finished, one, <laughs> you know. In the middle of the action. And someone was like, it is funny how those uh, those movies are really interesting for like five minutes. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, these movies aren't interesting. Anymore. I wouldn't even give it five minutes. I'm talking about to completion, Carol. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I got you. I thought you meant they, they had a decent plot at first and then it went away. And it's like, <laughs> no, I, I don't think it's so. God, this is Oscar, Oscar winning. <laughs> Did Ilya Kazan film this? <laughs> Oh, look at the lighting on those nipples. Um, no, so, yeah, if you want to know what the regular show is like where we talk about movies, that's, that's about what it's like. Uh, so, yeah, they watch Goodwill Humping, or some of it, and then Gail walks in, and she's like, what's going on, girls? And, like, they're trying to lie, and then Abby's just like, no, we were watching Dawson's porn. He's a pervert. Didn't you know? They're, all four of them were watching it. Right. I mean, I guess they weren't, you know, masturbating. <laughs> so then, like, I don't know, Jen and Joey have another run-in, like they always do. Mm. And Jen, Joey's like, you know, stop, like, trying to take over my life. You're everywhere I am, you're and you're doing me. everything that I do. And- you were you were Dawson's girlfriend, and now you're Dawson's producer, and now you're hanging out with Gail. And Like, I, I didn't realize that she had such a tight relationship with Gail. I guess we find out later she does, but like that hasn't really been established. Yeah, I mean, like she. I mean, I can see that a little, but not like not like as portrayed. Where you would be like, oh, she's jealous because Jen is forming a relationship with Gail. That like that makes her jealous. That did not occur to me until she mentioned that as part of her diatribe of things Hmm. she hates about Jen. I guess. I mean, I'm sure it is. You know, convenient for the plot and not necessarily earned, but. I could see it just because she's been friends with Dawson for so long. There's so much history there that we don't even know. Oh, well, yeah. that I mean, if you use your imagination, yeah, I can see that for sure. Um, 
But yeah, so they, she's like, I'm not trying to replace you. What the fuck? Like, and they, they kind of have this like heart to heart moment, which they do in certain episodes. And sometimes it goes away. Sometimes it doesn't. Who knows? Yeah. But anyway, Jen's like, you fucking beat me everywhere. Like Dawson wants you, not me. And, and all this other stuff and everything. He didn't even have sex with me when he could have, because, you know, like he was thinking about you and all that stuff. Uh, so they come to some sort of detente and when they get downstairs, everybody's opening up now, but they're all talking about each other. Kind mm-hmm. of. They're like, yeah, you know, J- Joey's like, it's not, it's hard sometimes when you feel like, you know, you can't compete with like the interesting, cool person. And like, you're just this boring old, you know, small town girl. Yeah. Living who, in a lonely world. Who's who's going to, you know, been born in the creek and going to die in the creek. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she's got some issues. She was born um, in that water. <laughs> if you guys hear any weirdness, um, it's our, our brand new dog who's in here sleeping yeah. and snoring very loudly. So. He has uh, separation anxiety, so he wants to be with us all the time. All the time. He has his own recording chair. <laughs> yep. He sure um, does. <laughs> Anyway, um, Abby gets herself kicked out because she is being so mean to all the well, other girls. She starts being like, you know, yeah, it's like it's so hard to say anything nowadays, you know, or whatever, because of political correctness. And it's like if I talk about uh, insanity, then Abby gets all, or I mean, Andy gets all, you know, offended or stuff. If I talk about whores, <laughs> Jen starts humping a couch. Yeah, that was way rude so gail's like yeah i think we have enough from you so she kicks her out and sadly in the morning we discover that she's just been sitting in a chair outside the whole night yeah what the fuck is that like she is it not winter in Capeside? like i guess it's not but yeah that's a good point um but like she's talking about how normal her life is when andy finds her out there mm-hmm. but like if your life is so normal why couldn't you call your parents to come pick you up i think she was in Embarrassed that I think she was embarrassed that like because what was she gonna say? Oh, they don't like me. Yeah. So I so I get kicked out. I guess. I'd say my stomach hurt. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I would say a lot of things to get out of sleeping in a lawn chair all night outside. Yeah. Well, it looked like she had been crying and stuff like that too. It yeah. was really sad. It was. It's sad when hot girls look sad. <laughs> but yeah, so we find out that she is feeling, like, bad about herself, um, that she feels boring, and that she stirs up all the drama because her life doesn't have any, basically. Yeah. And Andy's like, fucking everyone wants what you have. Like, yeah. what the fuck? a normal life. And it is kind of weird. Like, I mean, I don't know. But I, I, I can see it, I suppose. Some people just love drama. They're just yeah. addicted to it. She is definitely one of those people. Yep. So, on the boys' trip. Yeah, boys' trip, everyone. It's really weird. Like, Jack's there, and there's not enough fishing poles for all the guys. There's only four fishing poles. I think that's a metaphor, right? Not enough poles for all the guys. (laughs) So, instead of having, you know, Jack be the odd man out, Pacey's father's like, you're going to, you know, be up here with me fishing. Pacey, you're going to do all the other work that needs to be done. And he's like, yeah, like getting the bait and like raising and lowering the anchor and all this stuff. And he's like, he pulls him aside. And he's like, your job's more important than any, any of the other ones, you know, and stuff. And like, 
he's like, you know, I can do more than fucking grunt work, Dad, and, and, and everything. But his dad is an asshole. And he is. He's very clearly an asshole. Mm-hmm. He see like he he sees uh, Dawson. He's like Dawson. You're the best fucking kid in the entire world, and you've got all this ambition, and everyone loves you. And I wish Pacey would be more like you. The show's named after you. It's not Pacey's Creek. <laughs> the place we live is named after you. So it's yeah awkward, and Jack being there like pisses off Dawson, of course. Yeah, because because. Apparently, her and Jack are, are are like still together. Still together, like Joey and Jack, I guess, are still together. And Dawson and Joey are not together. And I don't know what the fuck is going on. Well, yeah, the end of the last episode, they were like, "Oh, maybe we should try it again." Yeah, and they walked off together yep. happily in the rain. But 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 uh, Dawson says, "Oh, you're really trusting." I don't know that I would leave my new girlfriend. You know. Uh, by herself, like some artistic guy is going to come and kiss her or whatever and steal her away. He's like, I didn't fucking steal her. And like, he's such an asshole. Mm-hmm. I hate Jack so much. But yeah, I feel like maybe it's possible that these episodes were like shown out of order. That's possible. That could be the continuity error that we're coming into. Because I wonder if maybe next episode Dawson and Joy will be together. But maybe they just haven't had a chance to break up. Maybe not. Maybe he's being like, because he said something like he said, you know what? It would make a lot of sense if, if these were being aired out of order, if they were shot in a different order than they're being aired in. That would make a lot of sense because he says something like, you know, it's not over for me and Joey or whatever. Like, you know, just you wait and see or mm-hmm. something like that. And it's like that does kind of foreshadow the whole what happened in the last episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking I think you might be right. I think it might be just kind of out of order. Yeah. They do that a lot, where they'll shoot stuff out of sequence, well, you know, and that they get it gets aired for whatever reason at different times or whatever, and that might also explain why it's not the dead of winter right now. Yeah, because it's you know, as I said at the beginning of the episode, uh, it's January. Like it's January in the show. We're in, we're in real time. It's January in the show. It's January now. Uh, but it did not look like January in New England. Yeah, I mean, Abby was literally able to sit outside all night. It was there's no snow to be seen, like, and they're on the water. Yeah, it would be frozen. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, they they must have shot this like they must have anticipated this would be an early season episode, mm-hmm. like like the first like not the first obviously but like second third episode of the season. So it's like fall. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, so. Um, so there's like some drama going on there mm-hmm. and then they, would love it. yeah, then they end up in a bar for the night, which is, you know, great. Now, earlier in the episode, we saw that Pacey was shooting darts with Dawson and doing great. Like, he's like, mm-hmm. this is my calling. I'm a great dart man yeah. <laughs> or whatever. And you should go to Dartmouth. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and then in the bar, his dad challenges him to darts Mm -hmm. and he purposely throws it yeah why i don't understand that because he doesn't want to beat his dad he wants his dad to win it's so it's what a parent would do for a child yeah where they i think he's just used to i think it's a couple things one i think he's used to not succeeding around his dad Mm mm-hmm and I think he's falling into that role, one. 
Two, I think he's more mature and more emotionally stable than his father, than his drunk father is. Yeah. And I think he realizes that this means more to his dad than it means to him. The stupid dart thing. Yeah. And he just gives it to him. So it's it's a role reversal type thing where he's treating him like the kid. That makes and sense. And he's acting like a kid. And he's a fucking asshole. He is. He's like, beat it, beat it. And he's like staring him down and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was weird. Like, they cut. He's like, we, we see like a shot of the dartboard and everything. Then we cut to like a side profile of Pacey and his dad is just like fucking thousand yards staring, looking <laughs> looking through the, the tops of his eyebrows at him. Yeah. Like, it's fucking weird. Um, Then, and like, he's super drunk. Mm-hmm. And everybody else has left. And Pacey's walking his drunken dad home across a beach to get to the boat. So he's, like, falling over and stuff. And his dad fucking passes out. Mm -hmm. Like, how did he even get him into the boat? I don't know. Who knows? But he sits down next to him and tells him all the stuff. All the things that he wishes that he could actually tell him. Mm -hmm. I wish that they would have had it be like he actually heard him. I yeah I guess I don't know like it, I think it works either way because it's not about it's not about the dad it's about Pacey yeah the dialogue's really well written mm-hmm. the acting could be better I didn't think it was bad I know you said that when we were watching it but it was fine I don't think that Joshua Jackson is the best of the dramatic actors eh. like he was okay uh, but. I don't know, like, there, a couple things felt rushed, like, delivery-wise felt mm-hmm. rushed, and a couple things just lacked uh, emotional depth. That, that dog is making a lot of noise. He really is very noisy. Noisy sleeper. So, like, he's telling him about Andy. Yeah, he's and, like, yeah, you know, if I, if I got a girl in my life, oh, I do, you know, she loves me, and, like, all this stuff and everything, yeah. And uh, he's talking about how beautiful she is and mm-hmm. successful. And he's like, and she thinks I'm something special. Mm-hmm. Why can't you see that? Yeah. And he's like, your he's, dad, you, you're supposed to love me. It's your job to love me. Mm-hmm. And then like, when it breaks down more emotionally like that, I think that's where we kind of lose the thread acting wise. Mm. Where he's like, you know, it's your job to love me. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's like, it just doesn't. I don't. I got more artifice than I got real, actual emotion. Hmm. Like I just don't think he got there. Okay. He's a very good comedic actor, and I think he's a, a decent actor all around. But I don't. I just don't think he can do that. I also don't think James Vanderbeek can do that that well either. I think. I think they're both good actors. But I think if you want to look for very, very good acting, you look to the women on the show. Yeah. Because I think Michelle Williams and Katie Holmes are, I think they can get to that ethos and that pathos. Uh, I think they're very good at, at that kind of stuff. Agreed. Better than the boys are. But, you know, it's they're not bad. They're not bad. They're not bad actors. I just, I... I don't know. I've done some acting. I'm not a professional actor or, any, or anything, but it's our job to criticize. Um, but I I thought about how I would play that scene, and I, I feel like I would have played it better. Okay. Maybe that's arrogance, but I feel like 
in my head, in my my like putting my director's hat on, I know how that scene needs to sound, and it wasn't quite there. That's my opinion. I mean, I thought but it was a powerful scene nonetheless. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Um, so, but see that that scene is the crux. That's the crux of the entire episode, mm-hmm. and it needs to be more than fine. Yeah, uh, in the morning, mm-hmm. um, is it who was it who was getting it? Was it? Jack. Getting it. Getting the fish, okay. Because uh, it's a fishing tournament. It was the, the woman in uh, Goodwill Humping. She was the right. one getting it. <laughs> um, Jack is reeling in a fish, and he can't quite oh, he, do it. Yeah, he, he, gets, he gets a fish on the line, yeah. And he, he, he asked Pacey to take over for him, so Pacey reels in the gigantic fish. Which changes sizes from picture to picture. <laughs> it does. Um, but, you know, his dad is proud of him, finally, you'd think. Kind of, yeah. Um, and he gets a picture holding the big fish, and he gets yeah. a trophy. And he wins a fucking award yeah. for the stupid fishing. It's very exciting. And then his dad gives him the trophy and says, Enjoy, Enjoy it. You're not going to have very many moments like this. Yeah. Now, I realize Pacey took that as a dig and took that. Wish winning a fishing trophy. And took that to mean that his dad, you know, was putting him down again, which maybe he was, but... You're like, yeah, for sure. But at the same time, like, maybe his dad hasn't had a lot of moments like this. Oh, I think that's 100% true. And I think his dad, I think his dad is much more of a loser than people think. Yeah. So I think it was a word of advice to him, too. I mean, just like, you know, you're winning at something. Enjoy it. Like, I don't know. It's classic projection. Mm-hmm. And I think jealousy. Yeah. Like at one point he goes, he's like, when did you give up on me when I was five or when I was 10, you know, or whatever? He's like, I'm 16 years old. This, uh, you know, 25 year old man is like, I'm 16 years old. <laughs> but like, I, I, I think that's what it is. I think as soon as, as Pacey showed any kind of talent for something, because he is smart and mm-hmm. everything and, and. And, you know, he does have talent and everything. I think as soon as he showed some talent, probably, you know, as soon as he scored that game-winning goal for Coach Bombay or whatever, <laughs> um, he was like, oh, I'm going to fucking break this kid's spirit because he was jealous. Because I think, like, like, yeah, he, you know, he's the chief of police or whatever. How hard really is it, though, to become the chief of police of Capeside? Like, Small town, it's yeah. It's not like New York City, you know. Like, he fucking rose up the ranks of, uh, you know, a major metropolitan place, like... He was the guy in town that went to college for criminal justice or whatever and graduated. Well, you don't even, I mean, he's the sheriff. You don't need a degree to be a sheriff either. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I, some, some, some do, and that's, I'm not right. saying, you know, don't assume that they don't have one or right. whatever, but it's not necessary necessarily. No, I don't think, I think all you have to do is pass the police academy, yeah. I think, or whatever. I don't know. Sheriff, I, is he sheriff or chief of police? Sheriff. Okay, because sheriff's an elected position. That's one of the differences. Okay. So, yeah, you really, I don't, I'm pretty sure there are no qualifications other than age, maybe, uh, uh-huh. to be sheriff. Because that's just an election. Hmm. Chief of police is usually that's uh, a position hired by the city, okay. um, and you know there are qualifications based on individual cities what they what kind of qualifications they want. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure like for chief of police, I think you have to pass the police academy. I don't even think you have to do that for sheriff. Yeah, but but likely he went to the police academy and and met Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> We should watch a police academy movie one day. Sure. They're all terrible. Yes. 
They are. I don't like that kind of comedy either, but, you know, I do it for you. Yeah, they're all terrible, but they're all great in the way, too. If you say so. Yeah, I do. So Citizens on Patrol. Okay. That's one of them. Because the, the acronym is COP. Ah. Citizens on Patrol. Interesting. Where they come up with the idea of, let's deputize normal citizens. <laughs> it's the most ridiculous fucking plot ever. There's so much crime in this city. Let's deputize just ordinary citizens to stop crime. Anyway, go ahead. So I think that was pretty much the wrap up of the episode. Yeah, I do. I do have a question, though. Okay. What's a bigger punishment? Uh, Being in a confined place with, uh, I guess, if we're going to go by the fact that it's a shot out of order. Being in a confined place with the current boyfriend of your ex who stole that girl from you or fishing. (laughs) Because I fucking hate fishing. Yeah, I wouldn't enjoy that at all. It's so boring. It's so boring and dumb and... And it's, I think it's cruel too. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't mind eating fish. I'm not like this person that's like, oh no, the animals, like save them all. Um, I do like, if, if, if it wasn't that I loved meat so much, I'd probably be vegetarian because just for ethical reasons, because, you know, I don't think that it, it sucks that something has to die every day for me to, uh, to eat. But it's just the way it's meant to be. But, um... I, like when they were fighting the fish, I was thinking about it because like that, that's always how they frame it. It's like, oh, you know, he's putting up a fight. You're fighting with this fish and everything. And I'm like, yeah, he's fighting for his fucking life. Yeah. He's fighting to not die. Yeah. And you're killing him. Like it's, I don't know. It's like, it's boring and stupid. And it also seems. Barbaric. Yeah. Unnaturally cruel. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to kill a salmon. I just want to eat a salmon someone else has killed. And yeah, I was going to say at the same time though, I appreciate all the people that go out and kill the salmon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good job, fishermen and everything. It's like you know, good. That's good for you. I I couldn't make a living doing it because I'd be bored out of my fucking skull. <laughs> but um, yeah, that is the episode, Carol. Tell people where they can get fish and meat. All right, so you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Yes. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yes. And share the tapes with your friends. I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.